You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to another episode of Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. I hope you guys are doing well. Missed you last week as I was taking a much-needed week of vacation. On this episode, we are talking about the summer start and early start programs that are happening up at Purdue and online uh, this month. Uh, with me to talk about those programs are the director of Summer Start, John Gibson, and one of the student mentors, Christian Nichols. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good, Eric. Thanks for having me. Good. Hey, thank you guys for uh, talking about this. It's a really cool program that Purdue has been doing for about five years now. We'll talk about how that has grown over the last five years here in a little bit. But just to start, kind of guys, uh, have you guys introduce yourself. John, we'll start with you. Uh, just talk about uh, yourself, introduce yourself, and uh, your role with uh, Summer Start. So, hey, everyone. I'm John Gibson. I'm the director of Summer Session at Purdue University. So my office oversees all four credit activities that occur on campus and online over the summer. Summer Start happens to be one of our very important programs that was initiated by President Mitch Daniels back in 2016 to increase access to Purdue University. And Christian, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Christian Nichols. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm a junior here at Purdue studying applied statistics. And this is my second year being a mentor for the summer program. Awesome. And Christian, a now a mentor for a second straight year uh, and started as a Summer Start student. We'll get to that in just a little bit as you get to talk a little more about your role here. John, kind of we'll start with you as far as uh, just kind of explaining to our listeners what is uh, Summer Start? Summer Start is a direct admit program offered by the Office of Admissions here at Purdue University. So students who are right on that bubble of regular admission might be admitted to the Summer Start program. The program requires students to come in July. They complete seven credit hours, including a one credit course about the transition to college and being a successful college student. Um, students also live in a learning community throughout their entire first year in Harrison Hall. They have access to a success coach throughout their time at Purdue, and they participate in many activities throughout the year. We're really excited about Summer Start because, as I said, it increases access to Purdue. It also allows students to earn their way into the university. And from our first cohort coming through, 9% of our students graduated from Purdue in either three years or three and a half years. So it's really helping to cut down that time to graduation. Cool, which seems to fit in with that. I think President Daniels, you know, started a few years ago trying to get those degrees in three. Um, talk about this, the overall importance. I know you kind of talked about it a little bit already, just the importance of, of this and, and why students maybe should consider it. So the Summer Start program that I mentioned earlier really helps with that successful transition to Purdue University for students. Uh, the sister program to this is Early Start, which is also going in now. Uh, Early Start is for any fall admit. So a student admitted to the fall semester just wants to get a jump start on classes. Um, those students can opt into the program throughout the spring uh, prior to their freshman year, and they can complete up to nine credits, either online or on campus. I think Christian could probably do a better job than me describing the benefits of the program, especially as being a student who's gone through it and a student now in his second year serving as a mentor. Okay, yeah, well, let's jump into that. Christian, tell us about, you know, why you decided to do it, I assume, before uh, your freshman year, why you decided to get involved as a student, but then also, yeah, now take over as a mentor. 
I say I really like the support that the Summer Star program and the Early Start program shows for their students. But really, the Summer Star program, because like they take that extra initiative to go after the fall to still check in with you to have those success coaching meetings and really make sure you're staying on your P's and Q's when it comes to schoolwork and adjusting in your social life as well, because there's always needs to be that balance. So they put on like certain community events throughout the year that keeps you socialized with your summer mentor, your summer start peers and everyone keeping you adjusted to campus. And I really want to give back to that. Yeah, talk, talk about that. Like what you learned and now like getting to return the favor more or less, pay it forward for those incoming students. Yeah, so like, because the, the impact it had on me with helping me with my transition into school and then having those positive reinforcements from my success meetings and everyone in the summer division, I could go to them for anything. I really liked that and I wanted to keep those same traditions going, like make sure I'm there helping those students who may need that extra help like I did. That's awesome. I remember, I don't, and I don't know, John, maybe you can speak to this if they're still doing the Boiler Gold Rush program, but I remember uh, doing that way back in 99 when I was uh, uh, gonna be a freshman on campus and just how impactful and huge that was just to kind of get a week head start or whatever uh, on campus and just, learning the campus and learning the buildings and things like that. Definitely. And we are still doing Boiler Gold Rush. Uh, many of our students, even after they go through summer start and early start, still participate. Uh, Boiler Gold Rush uh, captures that week in between the summer semester and the fall semester. So really those students who are participating in that activity, it's a seamless transition for them. They come early, they get accustomed to campus before 40,000 people arrive. And then they get to kind of say, make that shift from being with about 600 students right now about 6,000 students during Boiler Gold Rush to 40,000 students in the fall. Gotcha. And then can you explain, is summer start and early start just for incoming freshmen or is that open to any uh, grade level? So any student at Purdue can take summer courses. There's actually over 19,000 students enrolled in summer classes at Purdue University this year, but summer start and early start is specific to incoming freshmen. Gotcha. And can you talk about, about how many students are participating this July in both programs? And then also how many of those are doing it in person? And then because of COVID, how many have opted to do that online this year? Mm -hmm. So in total, we have about a thousand of our freshmen who are starting during the summer instead of waiting until the fall. A uh, few students started classes even as early as May with us. The remainder are the summer start and early start programs. There's about 900 students, just a little under that between the two with roughly 600 students on campus and 300 students online. Gotcha. Okay. And then talk about the involvement of the uh, Purdue Polytechnic High School students that are also kind of involved. Is that new this year or is that a yearly tradition as well? So Purdue Polytechnic High School is new. It falls under our Summer College for High School Students program, which is something that we started just a couple of years ago to really get that jump start in high school. Students who are 16 or older, they can take classes here on our campus or they can do their courses online. Um, this summer, because of COVID, most students are taking their courses online. But there are 30 students from the downtown Purdue Polytechnic High School location who are here. Uh, all 30 are rising seniors uh, with a lot of potential. We really hope that they choose to come to Purdue University in the fall. Most of them have already earned some credits from us and other colleges. So this is just another opportunity to get those students acclimated to the college campus before their senior year of high school even begins and build that pipeline to Purdue. Awesome. Thanks, John. And I'll ask John, you can start on this one, then Christian can give from a student perspective as well. But Talk about the challenges that COVID has, has presented for this program specifically and just kind of 
getting students to come, but also making sure you guys did provide that online opportunity as well for anybody who was kind of mm -hmm. uncomfortable coming onto campus yet. So as you said, we do have online and on-campus options for students. Most students are really want to be on campus. That's what our students are saying for fall. Uh, many of the students in the programs had opted in before we made the announcement on May 15th that we'd be coming back for these programs in July. Uh, there were less than 100 students actually after that announcement came out opted to come to campus or take their courses online. Uh, but the campus has been preparing ever since the spring for students to arrive again. We've been asked a number of times, is this a test? Is this a pilot? No, this is a preview of what the fall semester is gonna look like. Uh, if you can see in some videos, photos that have been going around lately, there are stickers on the floors. Christian may be able to talk a little bit about how classrooms are designed, uh, but stickers on the floors, social distancing is in place even within our classrooms. Our students are adhering to the Protect Purdue Pledge main components are protect yourself, protect others, and protect Purdue. Uh, whenever we're within buildings, masks are worn. Every student was supplied a PPE kit at Move-In to includes two masks, uh, hand sanitizer, some wipes, Purdue pledge, etc. So we've taken, we put a lot of thought behind this, a lot of thought uh, behind protecting the entire Purdue community. We heard many positive comments from our families at Move-In about the process. So students checked in this year, a little bit different. They checked in out at the Discovery parking lot. Someone from the Purdue Fire Department took their temperatures. Everyone had to have a temperature um, of below 100.4 degrees if they were gonna come in. Everybody passed. Even if a parent wouldn't have passed, that student wouldn't have been able to move in. Then they proceeded over. Um, every student also went through a COVID test, which is something that's gonna be happening for the fall semester as well. Uh, and the students are really, they're having a good time, they feel safe, and they're following that Protect Purdue pledge. That's awesome. And Christian, just talk about it from your, your perspective and the challenges. And, you know, this, since you've been on campus before without this, you know, adjusting to life in this pandemic. So it hasn't been a negative thing, it's always just been a different one. So I know, like, in the classroom, like, they have stick, so, like, it's safe to sit in those seats because, like, they're socially, this is, but, like, for me personally, in my class that I had that's in person, the class isn't even filled up. So if you want to sit like four seats away, you're welcome to do that. And like the teacher completely understands that. So I really like how understanding we are and like we're all learning at the same time. And then with the students, uh, I say when they first came, I think you could tell they've been in quarantine for a while. They really wanted to get to get close to each other. So we had to make sure we set those six feet boundaries. And now they have the face shields as well so they could be a little closer in their social interactions when they're wearing their face shields be a little closer than six feet but other than that everything's been great the COVID has just put a little strain on some of the social activities that I'm used to doing from my previous years just <laughs> have to revamp them it's really challenging me but I like it good deal and John you mentioned you know the, in, the intention wasn't to be a pilot program but in a sense it kind of helps in a, a positive way to serve as that right to kind of just kind of get the feel of, of what it's going to look like once you add you know, obviously several thousand more people on campus this fall. Definitely, it, it serves as a preview to what the fall semester is gonna look like. Uh, again, it's taken a lot of work. There's been a lot of thought put into this. And one thing that I'd really like to do is thank all of our peer mentors who are here helping our students who've helped this happen. Uh, all of my staff in the Division of Summer Session and our partners from across campus, staff, faculty, and truly Purdue's moved mountains to make this possible and really set the way for higher education. As I say, we might be biased, but it does seem like Purdue has kind of led the way in this um, and obviously taking it very seriously and coming up with a, a thorough plan to 
again, the whole Protect uh, Purdue uh, program uh, initiative as well. Um, trying to talk about, uh, I wanted to ask, go back and ask a question on, on the classes and the credits that the uh, incoming freshmen are earning. I know that you mentioned the, the one credit class that everybody's got to take. The other courses, are these uh, electives or required classes? Is everybody taking the same thing or do they have some choices here? So we offer about 40 classes during summer start and early start uh, with a mix. Some of those courses are online, some are on campus. This year, most of our courses are following a hybrid model on the campus, uh, but they're classes like COM 114, so written communication, oral communication classes, psychology, Psych 120. Uh, Dr. George Hollick teaches that course for us. And even though we're in this socially distanced environment, he has 120 students who are in with him every day. Now that class typically holds two or 329 students. So again, being safe about it. Uh, but George, he, he's outstanding. He sings to the students before his classes began. He's still continuing that. Students love him, they remember him. Uh, Social 100 is another really popular course that Purdue alums may remember. Uh, Dr. Lindsey Hamm teaches that again, one of our, our best faculty members at Purdue University, really introducing the students to college and giving them a preview of what their fall semester is gonna be like. Big difference though for our students taking courses, and, and Christian can probably talk more about this, is that our students go to class every day. Most classes are 90 minutes in length. So maybe you have a course in the morning, a course in the afternoon, and then that GS class. So it, it's a little different than fall, but students really like that every, they go to class every day, and they tell us it's really easy for them to build off what they learned the day before. So our average GPAs during the program are, are very high. The average GPA for early start students is almost a 3.8, which at Purdue is outstanding. And so we're really happy with that. Uh, we're proud of the students, and we're proud that they're being pioneers during this difficult time. Awesome. What's the, what is the difference between summer start and early start? So Summer Start is a direct admit program offered by the Office of Admission. So it's those students who are right on the bubble of regular admission and admission says you can have this program, you prove yourself, and this is your direct path with Purdue University and we're gonna support you throughout your journey here. And then Early Start is a program for any fall admit. So anybody admitted to the fall semester can voluntarily switch and come to the summer. Uh, the level of support isn't quite as high, it's almost there, but not quite as high. They don't have that access to a success coach, for ex an example, um, and they're not in a year-round learning community like our summer students. Awesome. Christian, talk about why you would recommend this to any uh, as current high school student that would be considering this for next year. Oh, yeah. I think if, you're, if you have the opportunity to start in the summer, I would definitely do it, because like how John hit on, coming in before the 40,000 people are walking on campus, can make a huge difference because there's no place to walk. There's no place to sit and study when everybody's here. So coming here to get a customer campus and like find your niche where you need to be is really important before you get bombarded with all those people. Yeah, I would agree with that again. Yeah, I wish this program was around back when I was in school. But again, that like I said earlier, the boiler, boiler gold rush was a, a huge help and just me not being as freaked out when classes were actually starting. Um, John, talk about just how much this has grown. I mean, back in 2015, it looks like less than 100 students. And then I see this stat that was in the release of 1,444% growth since the first year. Talk about just the success this program has had. Yeah, so back in 2015, Purdue had 66 summer beginners, so freshmen choosing to start in the summer. Uh, most of those summer beginners were athletes or local students from West Lafayette. 
So Mitch really had the idea of Summer Start and how we're going to pave the way for access to Purdue University. First year of that program was so successful, we said, hey, why don't we create a pathway for all Purdue students to start during the summer? We launched the Early Start program, and then we decided, well, our continuing students do really well in online courses, so why don't we also offer an online opportunity for our students? And we've just seen, especially as students go through, like Christian, have such a successful experience and are willing to come back and share that experience with others, the word just continues to spread. Students are telling folks back at their high schools, parents are talking to one another about the benefits of these programs for their students. So we've seen our enrollment grow from less than 100 to 1,000 this summer. Uh, last year, we had about 500 students in the program, so still a heck of a growth from 2016 to 2019. We were planning for about 750 students this summer to join us and surprised a little bit, a pleasant surprise with this 1,000 student uh, population that we have to work with. But hopefully we'll continue to grow this program in the future and maybe one day every Purdue student will decide to start in the summer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, talk about, obviously it's too late, I would assume for any student that's interested in doing it this year, it's too late, but if there's a, a high school senior or junior that's you know, plan on coming to Purdue in the next year or two, where can they go to find out more information about this and even start the registration or, or process of becoming involved? Yeah. Um, so if you're admitted directly to Summer Start, that'll happen automatically through the Office of Admissions after you apply next fall. It's again, that's a very limited um, admissions subset. Purdue this year received over 57,000 applications for the fall semester. Uh, and obviously we can't admit all 57,000. So we're really just taking that little sliver who was right on the bubble, definitely qualified to be here at Purdue University, admitting those students into the summer start to increase access. Um, and most of our summer start students are from Indiana. This year, 71% of students are from the state of Indiana, but we've had as high as 85% of summer start students from Indiana in the past. And then early start, you could go to purdue.edu backslash early start if you'd like to learn more about that program and any fall admit after accepting their offer of admission to attend Purdue University, you'll automatically receive an email from me telling you about the program and telling you about the next steps if you would like to join us in the summer. Awesome. And of course, in addition to those classes, I, you said earlier before we started recording, students are even getting the experience of the uh, fountain runs as well uh, before they, uh, bef you know, you gotta get indoctrinated that way, right? On campus. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, Christian, could you talk a little bit about what are some of the fun things that you do with your students on campus? Uh, yeah, so we've done fountain runs. We've gone to Chauncey. I've taken a few of them up to kind of preview like the Jedi Room. I know it's not open right now, but we got in. We were able to get into Beery and go up like to the seventh floor so you could see like all of Lafayette and how cool it looks up there. Uh, today we're going to the airport to go tour there. And we do just like little stuff like weekly dinners and like we like little icebreakers like getting to know yourself and getting to know other people like in my group. That's really cool. Well, guys, I'm, I'm so thankful for your time. John or Christian, before we wrap up, anything else that I've uh, failed to ask that you feel is uh, important enough to mention before we wrap up? Uh, I just, yeah, I would like to encourage a lot of high schoolers to consider coming into the summer. Like I said, it works out a lot of those kinks, like knowing where the bursar office is, the financial aid, where you get your ID and stuff like those things that kind of get intimidated to ask about when it comes to campus, it really helps out. Awesome. John? Yeah. I'd just like to say again that I'm really proud of the work of everyone across Purdue University. 
all of our faculty staff, especially my staff, our student mentors who have come back, and we're really able to get students back in action again, give them a great experience, even though we're in the midst of a global pandemic. So I'm, I'm proud of them, and I look forward to working with them over the next five weeks. That's awesome. And as these incoming freshmen ask you, uh, John and Christian, uh, one place they have to go on campus, you know, their first week on campus or first month on campus, where are you guys telling them to go? Uh, probably Den Pops. I think it's a popular place for me to go, to go get Den Pop. <laughs> Good to see that's still a tradition. <laughs> and Triple X, so probably it's another tradition. Get it, find your way down Chauncey Hill to Triple X. Awesome. That's so great, guys. Hey, thank you so much for your time, and I appreciate you guys joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Thank you. Awesome. Boiler up. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.